This is Aaron and Brooke, and you're listening to In the Middle-ish Podcast. We are mothers, wives, and if you don't already know, sisters. Join us as we get real and raw about navigating through personal development, health and wellness, and all the twists and turns that life brings. Our hope is that just one person hears us and it sparks a curiosity to launch their own personal development journey. We hope that you'll join us each week as we share the ups and downs of being in the middle of life, because you sure as hell can't skip the middle. Quick disclaimer, we are not professionals. Everything in our podcast is based off our personal experiences and opinions. Hello, hello. Hey, hey. We're back again. (laughs) We're back. (laughs) I feel like we've been gone forever. Yeah, but you know what? That's okay. We are seriously in the middle of it right now. I told Brooke um, yesterday that I feel like I'm stuck in like the middle of a jello mold and like it's slowly starting to melt away, but I can't like work my way out of it. There might be some pineapples lingering <laughs> around me. Pat likes, he likes lime jello with pineapple in it. Isn't that the grossest so thing ever? It's just sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> He also likes Dinty more in a can. So. Oh, <laughs> look, dad's eyebrows just went up. <laughs> I told him at one point that was like divorce material. Yeah, Most definitely good. divorce <laughs> material. So welcome back in the studio with Daddy O Brooklyn. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Good to be back. Yeah. With your yeah. haircut. Yeah. I think I learned how to style it. That's good. It looks cute. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Starting to learn how to style it. It looks good. It looked good last night at dinner or Sunday night at dinner. Thanks. Yeah. I'm I'm, figuring it out. Yeah. It just, it takes a it takes a while to figure out how to do it. And then it takes a while to do it. And I used to have, you've got a lot of thick hair. So that makes sense. But I, have, I use really good products. I can already tell that it's growing. It's super duper healthy. So super duper. Super duper. Yeah, so. I, I need I need to get in with my girl and get my hair done. <clears throat> well, I guess let's start with our Trinity. We haven't been here in like forever because we're in the middle of it. And uh, so let's start with our Trinity. Why don't you start? Why are you gonna make me start? Because you'll have because you'll have anything. Oh, on I got your mind. tons. I got tons. Okay, then go. No, <laughs> trying to trick me. I'll go first. Um, let's see. My brag is that um, I'm just I'm in a really good place. I think my my brag would be that. You're, so you're out of the Jello. I'm not out of the Jello, but are you a little bit more out of the Jello today than you were yesterday? I don't know. I had a really rough day at work today, but I think I think what I mean is that I'm in a really good place. Is that you know over the last couple weeks, months. Um, just starting to reflect and be mindful of like what I need and what my body needs and what my mind needs. And, and, um, so my brag is that I have made it to, I committed to go to yoga at least once a week. And last week I went twice and then I went again last night and it was just, it's so weird because I know that's what I needed. And I kept saying like, I just need to move my body. I just need to move my body. And I'm like, I can just get to a yoga class. And I and you're like, I don't want to move my body. I don't want to. I committed to it and it just felt so good. And last Monday I took a class and it was just like we were at month end. So month end is huge, you know, for 
for my job. And I told them, I was like, I'm going to log out and I'm going to take a couple hours and I'm going to take my yoga class and then I'll be back. And that's exactly what I did. I went, I took the yoga class. I came back, I worked. Um, and then Saturday I was, I gave a massage in the morning and then I'm like, I'm going to take a yoga class and went to that and it was great. And then last night, yeah, I took it and it was just exactly what my body needed. Um, so that's my brag. Um, what am I grateful for? I am grateful that I am able to take the yoga classes. And I think I've said this before. There's been a, there was a time in my life where financially I wasn't able to kind of do some of those things and, and, uh, care for myself and give myself the opportunities. Um, it was always about, well, what does somebody else need or what, what does somebody else have to do and putting everybody before me. So I'm really grateful that I have the ability now financially and just time. Like I don't have little kids. I don't have to worry about, am I going to find a babysitter? Who's going to watch them while I I'm take a class? My eyes. Don't. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I just am. It's great. It You'll is. get there. I You'll know. get there. No. You know. So I'm 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 just grateful that I'm here <clears throat> right now and that um, I'm able to give these things to myself. And then my desire is um, to continue just recognizing when I am stuck in the jello. Um, <laughs> and then trying to and talking about it, not you know, cocooning myself and putting myself in bed and throwing the covers over my head and not talking to people for a couple of days. It's just... Or weeks. Or weeks or... Or months. months. Um, you know, I'm, I'm utilizing my, you know, my, my tribe, which is Brooke. Um, <laughs> it's, it's social. It's just, <laughs> yeah, that... Social that, well-being. That, um... That, that great, I had one. Yeah, I had one. <laughs> I might have two. I was in the red zone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, and just remembering like what I am, like, I really want to continue doing, I really want to stick with the Monday yoga class. I'd really like to add for the month of March to add, do Monday and Saturday. And I thought maybe once or twice a week, just go to the gym and just walk on the treadmill. But I'm only going to commit to the yoga classes right now. I'm going to commit to Monday and Saturday and Anything else that comes up, when I feel it in my bones, I'm going to do it. Um, I know that I need it, but we'll see what happens. So, yeah. I'll give you snaps. Sadio snap. snapping. Snap cup. Snap cups. My turn. My turn. Um, you had all that time to think while I was talking. I was listening. Mm -hmm. I was listening. I was being present in the moment, like my <laughs> word for the year. It's being present. <laughs> I'm being present with you. I oh, I forgot. You know what I didn't say? I could have used this as a brag really quick. Go ahead. Brag it up. I got rid of so many clothes. I purged. Oh. Uh, it felt so good. So that's I a bad brag. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Good. Uh, I'll snap to that. Um, my brag is that I am a lot better than I was <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I feel better. My hair looks a little better than it did two weeks ago. It's kind of looked like a, a, a bob sure. and a mushroom. I'm not sure what it I don't was know. two weeks it, ago. It's very, not like Karen soccer mom-ish, I don't like that because... I don't like it either, but that... I don't like the name. Like, you can say yeah. soccer mom-ish, but I don't like the... Yeah, because, because we know... I know Karen. We know Karen. I know Karen. Yeah, I, mean, I, I. You know what? And I really like the Karen. I would I be know. really pissed off if my name was Karen. I know. Are you? I. 
Are you Karen's pissed off about that? Karen's, we love you. Yeah, you I'm know sorry. who you are. You know who you are that we're talking about. <laughs> I've, I apologize for that statement, but I hope nobody ever. I, I would be pissed if they, if you were like, "Oh, she's a brook." What the? What's a? Mm. What is that? That's a whole nother persona. <laughs> <laughs> I just kidding. yeah. How rude. Who came up with that? I want to talk to know. the person. I would like to talk. I would like to interview the person that came up with. The Karen. The Karen. Mm. Yep. And say why. Why did you Come on to out? our podcast. Why did you single out that one yeah. name? Why? Karen. Because I can think of other names. Oh, that I aren't have Karens. some other names. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say them, but I have some names. Anyway, so my brag is that I feel better than I did two weeks ago. Not that I felt, yeah, it was just, I didn't you know. You were in the jello mold. <sighs> I was the mold. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. Like the like the mold. Like you were I more was, in like a concrete mold. Like I was in the refrigerator, half eaten, <laughs> where some sides are like really hard. Oh like, yeah, because they. That's yeah. where I was. But, yeah, my Jello was real sticky. <laughs> Get the freak out of it. Oh, because of a haircut. That's right. Um. So that's my brag, and whatever. I'll pat myself on the back for that. And I am grateful for, uh, God, this is hard. And it's not, it's not hard, but I make it hard because I want to sound, I think it's hard. I think it's hard because you have so much to be grateful for. (laughs) It's it's very true. (laughs) You do. I do. We we both do. We have so much to be grateful for. So pinpointing one thing. And I just bragged. So I don't want to talk about all the things I'm grateful for and just brag it on up. Like brag it up, girl. Like I mean, brag it up. Like there's so, there's so much sadness and yucky and dreary in this world. Brag it up. We're not bragging. We want you to. We want our listeners, right, to, to celebrate get comfortable. Themselves. Yeah. yeah. And I think the hardest thing to do is to brag about ourselves. Um, the hardest thing to do is to speak, you know, well about ourselves and. And, uh, you know, talk good about ourselves. So let's brag. Like, spend this time. Brag. What are you grateful for? You have so much to be grateful for. You want to pinpoint one thing? Why? Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't know what to pinpoint. I'm well, grateful for this point. moment. I'm grateful for Okay, I know. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I have the opportunity tomorrow to go teach a meditation workshop for a corporate company. There you go. Um, I'm so, yeah, I'm very grateful for that opportunity. Uh, it pulls me out of my comfort zone. It makes me have to practice mm-hmm. you know meditation because I haven't been um, it gets my creative juices going and yeah I'm just really thankful and and excited and and bragging yeah. about that opportunity it's a big deal for me it's a big um, deal yeah I mean it couldn't have come at a perfect time because I'm just you know back into work and the career thing and and you're so busy so you're to remind yourself to meditate yeah, and and balancing it and doing it f- from home working remote like um so it's like I'm yeah I'm learning I'm learning as I'm going and it's just all beautiful and I'm thankful for it all and it's the universe reminding you bringing you back to you know what, what I mean? need your core your yeah core. my core my essence so what's your desire <sighs> I have so many. <laughs> um, to be on a to 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 what? What'd you say, Dad? Dead 
it is dead air because I have so many things I desire. Um, can we, let's just wait till the end and ask okay, what well, my desire is because that's I just fine. can't come up well, with it. Well, you might not be able to, like I said, you might not be able to pinpoint one thing. So, but like, I want to come up with some good and then I'm going to say something and it's not going to be good. And then I'll be like, why did I say that? And I'll be driving home and I'll be like, but that's not. Oh, and I'll call Aaron and be like, I know what my desire is. Why didn't I say it on the podcast? That's how it goes. That's so, right. That's okay. You know what? My desire is to become a better communicator. Better podcaster. Communicator. Well, that was her goal for this year was to learn more about podcasting. She doesn't have the time right now. She thought she did. She thought she was going to have the time. <laughs> there is no time. There's no time at all. No time. Which... Let's just move right into where we're going with this Go with this episode. So Aaron and I work for the same company, and we were part of a lunch and learn today, and it was it was very interesting. And Aaron said, "Hey, let's talk about this." And I was like, "Okay," because we were going to talk about skincare, but stay tuned. Maybe next week we'll talk about skincare. <laughs> um, and it was about e- emotional well being, and I think it was just about well being in general. It yes, was about, I'm sorry. It was yeah. about being the best you. Mm-hmm. Right, best self, best self, your best self, and um, so your well being and the different buckets that go into your well being. And it was financial and emotional, emotional, physical, physical social. social. I think that was it, wasn't it? I wrote, I took notes. So, did you write them all down? Social, physical, career, financial. So, that's all of them, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think, and it was just really interesting. It was like. Um, it was leadership that kind of talked about it and, and they started out with financial, um, well-being and that's a really hard subject for me, especially kind of coming where I, I, you know, our mother retired from, you know, the company she was at, she was there for 40 years. Um, I'm sorry, she was there for 44 years and, you know, she was able to kind of set up her retirement and kind of go through her career and when she retired she is financially set um my career started started later i didn't start my career until later in in life and you know i built up my 401k and i had a lot of financial struggles um with my husband and and his substance abuse and and i had to kind of deplete my 401k that i had built up for a couple years and then I'm like starting all over again. Um, so she kind of talked about, you know, her, uh, one of the leaders talked about, you know, where she started and how much she invested. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, I'm almost 50. And like, I feel like I'm starting over again. But then we had another guy come on and was like, if you're 50 and you didn't do that, this is what you have to do. And I was like, oh, so it's not too late for me. So right. I definitely think there's some more research I want to do in. Um, you know, I'm going to be 48 this year. It's like, what do I need to do? Where do I need to catch up? Of course, we have one going into college this year and oh, he'll go into college in September. And then we have, you know, one will graduate in two years and sh- she's off to college. So we are kind of still in this, you know, hemorrhaging money kind of thing. And unfortunately, we didn't save up for college, you know, so those are lessons I'm definitely going to instill in my children to make sure they're setting their their children up for success. Yeah, there's a lot of shame in that. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes to financial for me, I mean, I was excited to be part of it and hear what she had to say, because it was a lot of um, 
it, it was just, it was good. It was good to hear her story and, um, you know, how she started saving and the different desires that she has. It was just, it was really good to see someone. It was really good to see a woman in leadership. Um, Daddy is filing his nails because Brooke's talking. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. How come we can't hit the microphone, but you can file your nails in front of it? I'm not hitting it now. <laughs> There's a difference. Anyway, I, you know, I had a great career for 20 years and I made really great money and I pissed it all away. Like I, um, I did have a 401k. I took it out. I don't even know what I took it out for. Um, so... You helped me pick my water line. I did. <laughs> I, I knew why I took it out. I just didn't want to stay on the yep, podcast. No. Mm -hmm. I, I took, yeah, I took it out to fix. Help me fix my water, my water busted pipe in my front lawn. So, yeah, um, which I appreciate. <laughs> I'll help you out. I'll return the favor. You know, I'm excited. You know, I, I need to start now, you know, and, um, just with the career that I have now. So luckily I'm able to get in. I'm like doing the max. Like there's part of me, it's like. I'm putting too much in. I'm putting way too, you know, even like my husband's like, I think you're putting like way too much in. Like, you, go live your life. Like, well, you need to have fun. Like, and, that, and I'm like, but I think you are, aren't you? I'm like, but I don't. Y See, I, you know, yeah. I'm not. I'm definitely. Like, why am I not? Why would I not put that much? I'm definitely not putting in a whole lot. I'm putting But in, you have different. I am putting in the, you know, the top. I'm putting in the match. So they're going to match me at a certain percentage. And I'm making sure I'm doing that. You know, I, I love how you brought up that there's a lot of shame around that for you. Because there's definitely a lot of shame around that for me. And I have a lot of money insecurity. So Me too. What the I don't know. Well, I think it has a lot to do with, so for my, my issue with money insecurity is, you know, I grew up in a family where we, I wouldn't say we were spoiled, but we did get what we wanted and what we needed. I say we weren't spoiled and I got a brand new car for Christmas, but, um, I, I but uh, no, but I mean, we didn't, yeah. we weren't the kind of kids that whenever we wanted something, mom and dad ran out and got it. We got we got we had really good Christmases. Oh, I, I growing up, I thought we were rich. I mean, I definitely thought we were rich, the rich kids. Well, I mean, and I don't think it was till I was like in my thirties that I realized we were just middle you class. You guys weren't rich. <laughs> so I think you know. So you, there's there's that. I kind of grew up in this in this you know, not really kind of worrying about it. And then in my early years, I didn't worry about it. I made money. I spent money. Like I spent it as fast as I was getting it in. You know. Um, and then I got married and it wasn't until kind of everything happened with Patrick and I had to kind of do it all on my own. Um, and now it's like, I'm, I'm like a crazy freak about money. Like I will spend money on things, but I am a cheapskate on a lot of things. I'm not, <clears throat> I got cheap for a while. I'm not like... Like I, well, and you and didn't that work is, for a while. You didn't have money coming in. Like now that I like have the job, I'm like, I'm going back to like nice stuff because I like nice things. Mm -hmm. And um, but I'm not overdoing it. Like I'm due for a new pair of jeans. I spend I've all not always, but for the past I don't know, fifteen years, I've spent. You get a good pair of jeans. Yeah, I spent a lot a of nice, money yeah. on a one pair, you know, pair of jeans, and I haven't in a long time. And I'm like looking around, and I'm, you know, so 
And I've been looking. I've been looking for like a month. And I'm like, ah, well, I've. You're going to treat yourself. You are going to treat when yourself. When I'm ready. But exactly. I'm like still not, like I'm still like, ooh, like I'm but holding you're not what on. you used to be to where it was just spend, spend, spend. I mean, you were a shopaholic. I mean, there were the majority for years when I was struggling financially, all I had to do was go to Brooke's house like on a Saturday and the majority of her closet had clothes with tags in it that she wasn't going to wear. So I would take them and they became mine. Um, or Brooke would wear things once and she didn't want it again. So I would take it and it would be mine. It was always, I always had new things, but I never had to buy them because I just got them from Brooke because she didn't take anything back. If she bought something, she didn't try it on. She bought it. She took it home. She didn't like it. Here, Aaron, you can have it. And I made it work. So it was okay. Yeah, I know. Like sometimes I'll I'll see you wearing something. Like, oh, that looks really good on you. And you're like, you gave it to me. And I'm like, oh, I kind of want it back. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> no. Um, so the next thing that they talked about was um, emotional, right? Was emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. Emotional well-being. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of that has to do, a lot of that had to do with like your career and just like the way, I can't remember, what did oh, they say about it? so it was understanding your triggers. Okay. Um, find one step forward. Okay. And what are your emotional stabilizers? So for instance, like your trigger, um, you know, your kids are like, ma, ma, ma. Oh, like you know, you're being, Yeah, like you're being pulled in, in several directions. So, you know, like, or a certain time can be a trigger, you know, like dinner, you know, yeah. trigger. Um, and then, like, what's one step that can help you, you know, keep your shit, you know? And and you don't even have to do it, but just the thought of it. So, like, like you and I both being like, yoga, yoga, we – we need to do yoga. We want to do yoga. We know we got to do yoga. Thank you, mom. We were we were thinking of the step, right? right? Mm-hmm. And eventually we made the step. Right. So just thinking of it did feel good. And eventually after a month or so, we we, we took that step. Yeah, um, and, and and I think that it, it definitely it helps so much that Pat the other night was like you need to do this for yourself. Right. You need to make sure you go. And and whether that was because he saw. <laughs> Dad, that's. I don't know if you want to do that on that too. Um, I don't know if that's because he saw like it made me happier. He saw maybe there was a pep in my step. I don't know what, but he like he knows that you need to move your body to make yourself healthy. Healthy. So yeah. Yeah, and like that, and that fine one step forward. Um, like we said, yoga, but it could be anything. It could be anything. You know, wh- whether it be so. Yoga, I've got, I feel like I've got a routine down and a practice. Um, so another step that I want to take, I want to be someone who walks my dog. Okay. So, and then, you know, I'm working all day from home. I'm remote. And it's like, oh, I got to get out of this office. I should take that 15-minute break. Like, I want to be someone who spends two times, 15 minutes a day, just me and Tucker. And walking him. Like, I want him to be my walking buddy. You're not going to I want to be a you? dog walker. Rue won't go out of the front door. <laughs> so, no. I can't get a... I could never get a leash on Rue. Oh, my God. Um, So, it's just, whatever that step is, whether... Even if it's, like, um, journaling or just going outside and getting into nature or... And then sometimes you do have to come out of your comfort zone and, and try new things to see what works for you. I never... Is that kind of like when I tried paddleboarding? 
And you liked it, right? I love, I love it. I can't stand up, but I, I love it. You I did it once. I can't. You I've did done it twice. Okay. I've done it twice. I did. Well, the I first time you got seasick. I did get seasick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who gets seasick on a paddleboard, but I did. But if you did it again. I can't wait to. Th- I can't wait for the weather right. to get warm to get out there. I can't wait to. Like, my goal is to stand up on the paddleboard this year. Like, I can't. I can't I'm looking forward to it. Well, we're going to paddleboard this summer together. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm even thinking about purchasing a paddleboard, but I don't know. So the next one was um, career well-being. And I love this because it said, um, it says, what or who brings you up the mood elevator? And I like quickly um, messaged Brooke and I was like, you bring me up the mood elevator. Um, and and they talked about kind of um, positive people and, and good vibes. And, and toxic, yeah. And, and like toxic environment. So if someone and, brings you down your mood elevator, you know that they need, they need to be removed from your life. You have to find a way to put up those boundaries. And be, you know, um, it's hard. It's hard to kind of... Uh, notice I, I I think I don't know what exactly what, what I'm trying to say here I, a couple of years ago about two years ago I um, three years ago whatever I when the pandemic hit I got laid off from a job um, well my position got eliminated or whatever and so I kind of went into a little bit of a de- depression and I allowed myself to sit in it probably for a little bit too long and applying for job after job but in the pandemic you know it's like Nobody's really hiring right now. What am I going to do? And I got a job that I was so excited about. I knew I was going to just kill it. Um, really excited with a well-known company. Um, I mean, I didn't hear about them since the 90s, but still, I was going to get back in with that company and and um, do really well. And I was going to get to work from home and making really good money. And I got into it. And within a couple weeks, I realized it was probably the most toxic work environment that I had ever been in. Um, and everything just felt horrible. I worked my ass off. I never got ahead. I was micromanaged. I was questioned. And I had to recognize. And I eventually said, you know what? My mental health means more to me. I took a huge pay cut um, to take a fully remote job with another company that was even more well, you know, well-known. And uh, I really liked that for a while, but it was a stepping stone and I knew that it wasn't my forever job, which led me to where I am now. So sometimes you just have to be courageous and say, this isn't working for me right now. This isn't aligning what I like. Let me get out of it because it's not helping my career at all or me. And then um, I liked, he talked about, you know, are you surviving or are you thriving? Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I think back over the last 20 years when I've been in work, I've been surviving. I have not been thriving. And the one gentleman brought up, you know, I hit, like you hit like that 40 threshold and you're like, this is life. Like Mm -hmm. there's got to be more to it. And so I thought I was thriving, right? I might've been thriving at work because I was busy and I was climbing that corporate ladder and I was making the money and I had the two phones and I was on call <laughs> like I was bad bitch right you know like success you know, it just but I wasn't doing anything outside mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. I wasn't having any fun so you know having a life outside of your job is part of have, absolutely you know having yeah. having a career well, little, 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 Career well-being. Yeah. Um, 
I can't wait for my kids to, like, I'm at a place right now, and, and we've had these conversations before. Like I said, he's a, you know, KP's about to go off to college. Um, Braylon is still in high school. My older one is living his best life and, you know, with his wife. And, and it's, so it's like, all right, I have been a mother for 29 years. And now that my kids are not solely dependent on me, it's time for me to start living. So I'm ready to like start traveling. And <clears throat> I told my husband, we have to start like liking each other again, because it's just going to be him and I. So how can we, we want to go on vacations and we want to do things together. And um, so I'm excited about that. So I can have that that career balance, right? So yeah. I can like really do well at work. I can kill it at work. And then I can close down my computer and then I can live my life. So that's kind of you know, where I'm at. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm in that place where I'm working on it and building it. Like, because I'm so new, like what a great time for me to come on to that call mm -hmm. because I've been out of work for so long. So just being part of that and they're going to do that for us once a month, um, you know, with different, different leadership. And I joined like a women's leadership mm -hmm. in like engineering and science. Cause like, that's like super fun to me. So, and, and big company on like building your career and growing talent. And, and these leaders are like, Hey, if you want to talk, just reach just, out to right, me, just, you know, right, give we'll you some financial you. advice. And, and, okay. Um, so yeah, career well-being. Cool. And then <laughs> the next one was physical and social and social well-being and, um, getting active, stretching, whatever. But I think one of the things they brought up too with physical well-being. Is not physical. Well, I wanted to bring up just one of the things, and, and I thought about this um, when we were coming in here, but they talked about, you know, if you're in the same age bracket as Brooke and I right now, like I said, I'm going to be 48 this year. Um, you know, it's really important that you're getting the tests that need to be done. So mm -hmm. make sure that you're getting your colonoscopies and you're getting your mammograms and you're getting your pap smears and, you know, you're... The dermatologist. The dermatologist. I think one of the things he said is like, know your numbers. Right. You know, like, don't be surprised. Don't worry about... And don't he, and know he, your numbers when your cholesterol is through the roof and they're about to put you on medication. Know what your numbers are. And he's like, sure. And he said, like, know them in your 20s, know them in your 30s, like... No, yeah, no, you know that, and I have no idea what mine are. I, I do, and it's it's. I mean, it's not great. I think one of them might be over one sixteen, or one sixteen over something. Oh mm. my gosh, that's your blood pressure, my dear. Yeah. Anyway, um, but I mean, we know. I, I know. I know two women, um, who have passed away in the last couple years of cancer, and they were, they weren't fifty yet. You know, no, they, they were younger. Then one was younger than you and one was younger than me. Well, they were, they're both younger than they me. They were both younger. <laughs> I was trying to be nice, Aaron. Um, but still, I mean, there are, there are women that I'm seeing that I went to high school with that are, you know, being diagnosed with breast cancer and having oh. surgeries. And, and it, this isn't, you know, growing up, I always thought that was like an old person thing. You don't, you're not going to pass away until you're old, but, you know, we are living longer and with ever, all of the junk that is in our food and our air and our water, like it's really important that you're taking care of yourself and you're making time. You wouldn't not take your child to the pediatrician every year for their well, well checkup. Do it for yourself as well. Know those things. Um, if you feel like there's something wrong, find out if there's something wrong. Don't ignore it. 
you know, with the way the world is today, there are so many health scares, but there's so much medical advancement that we can figure this stuff out early and get it taken care of so that we can be here for our children. So that's one of the things I definitely wanted to bring up. Yeah, and uh, and then he brought up social well-being, and then I checked out and stopped taking notes <laughs> because I'm socially awkward. Which is so weird. And I was talking to a friend about this um, Saturday, and it's like I used to be the girl that wanted to be the center of attention, and it was I wanted all eyes on me, and I wanted to be out, and I was a cheerleader, and I was a dancer that did you know we did performances and. You want it to be popular and you want it to be liked and you want it to get the invite and you want it. And now I'm just, mm, don't touch me. Don't look at me. I want to like be in my big comfy scarf. And I liked the masks when we wore them, not because I liked the mask, but I liked that I could hide. That's the only reason I liked the masks. I felt like I could put a hat on and a mask on and a scarf on and nobody would know who I was. And I'm okay with that. And I struggle with the social part, especially with doing the podcast, because we really want to get, we really want to communicate with you and we really want to engage with you and <laughs> build a community. And then I'm like, can we do it from home on the sofa with like a cup of hot tea? Because it's just a very awkward place for me. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and again, I'm just so in and out and in and out and in and out and because I, because I take care of myself. So. And I take breaks from people. Like you, you posted something yesterday, and it's like spot on. Like if my energy is low, I know to keep myself away from people. And I said the what I posted was I appreciate the people who know when their energy is low and don't don't put that on me. Mm -hmm. um, and I do that. Yes. Like I know it. Like so when I you, you know that about me. I do. And then so I can't show up for people. And I was thinking on the way over here about the podcast and. I think it was two weeks in a row we didn't record, and and last week we both had to work overtime because it's the end of the month, and the week before that I don't I don't know oh, who knows whatever, but I'm thinking you know what so, okay Mel Robbins and Jay Shetty and whoever else has podcasts they come out with a podcast once a week it comes out the same day same time well you know what we get to create our own life and we might. They have a team of people behind them, yeah. and that's their so it's job. Like, like we get to design how we want it, and we might not show up every week, and and I'm I'm going to be okay with that because you don't want me showing up when I'm a shit show. You now I'll tell do. you, it's, it's probably fun to watch her, but <laughs> I'll tell you when I've been in a shit show. But you don't, you don't. No, I'm not going to bring the energy in Dad's room and get all my yuck on him. No, I, I protect him. We are going to try. We are going to work really hard to be consistent and bring this out once a week. We do have, I do have, um, my oldest son calls me every Wednesday and he's like, where's the podcast? And I'm like, it's coming. And he's like, you know, a couple hours later, where's the podcast? And, you know, I love that there are people out there who are listening to it and they do want to hear what we have to say on Wednesdays and be a part of our conversations. I just love that. And, and I think one of the things I'm going to work on is trying to be more consistent. Um, and we're going to try to figure out how we can make sure that it happens every Wednesday, even if it's just something quick and quick easy. Quick and easy. Um, just because we do want to show up for you. We want to build this community. Well, we enjoy we enjoy being in this room, having the conversation, sharing things with other people. We hear back from listeners. It just it lights us up. It's fun. It's it's we're doing a good thing for us and it makes us feel good. This is what we do for our well-being. Yeah, there we go. It's like, yeah. Oh, look at us. Look at us. So I want to show up every week, but um, I just want, I just reminded myself on my way here, look, we don't have to do it like everybody else.
So, I mean, I think that we would love to hear, like I said, we we hear from our listeners and we'd love to hear, we'd love to hear how, what are the things you're working on for your financial well-being, your emotional well-being, your physical well-being, or- Your career well-being. Yep. And I mean, what do you, what do you got to say about your social well-being? I mean, I always thought, keep your- Keep your, keep your circle keep small. Keep your circle small. And I've kept mine super small. They didn't say. He was talking about quality. It's like how many people would, if you were going through problems, would let you sleep on their couch? And I'm like. Or bail you out of jail. And I, I'm thinking. There's well, two people. My parents. Oh, three. Parents, would your parents husband, bail you out of jail? I wouldn't call them. Right. They would find out after they heard us whispering at the dinner table. Exactly. I would call you or my husband. That's it. You could call Pat. Well, he, you count and as Connor. him. Yes, but y'all, y- <laughs> one family counts as one person. <laughs> right, like I think of like, who would let you sleep on the couch? And I have, I have like two people, but I don't know whose couches I want to sleep on. I mean, like, I don't want to sleep on anybody's couch. couch. <laughs> I'm like, mom, our parents don't even own a couch. Like, we couldn't even <laughs> sleep on it. They limit their furniture so that people don't come and hang out for too long. So let us know all about your well-being, what you're doing to help your well-being, um, if what you'd like to see from us um, to help at you with your social well-being. Um, <laughs> hop on over to Instagram at In the Middleish Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, or send us an, an email at sistersinthemiddleish at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening. We, we love to, you. We hope to see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> we hope to be here next week. That's right. All right. Good night. Good night. <laughs>